Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesla of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Felice to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. It's still ongoing, so we're going to live react to the closing segment here as we're recording Seth Rollins is in the ring. But, Robert, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Colin. It's Friday night. We are sitting here watching Seth Rollins in the ring. He's calling out Edge. These two guys are great on the mic. They're great in the ring. Let's quickly... Uh, as we wait for this, talk about the abomination of the women's tournament. How about that? I, I think I I, uh, I saw a couple of tweets that basically both first round matches in the Queen's Crown tournament tonight got, what was it, less than five minutes across one two matches? One was like a little bit more than one minute. One was a little bit more than two minutes. I, so, uh, it's yeah. been said that Roman Reigns' entrance took longer than these Correct. matches. Correct. I, I saw that going around as well. Um, assuming that I'm assuming that is true because he, he, he only gets like 10 minutes to walk to the ring, another couple minutes for a video package, another couple minutes for a promo. Hey, I love Roman as much as the next guy, but my gosh, that is not a good look. Um, also not a good look. I would say, you know, the, the decisions themselves for these matches were, shall I say, interesting. Liv Morgan lost in the first round. Um, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I mean, she... I have been saying I think the winner of this match would take the winner, would take the whole tournament. I do think it will be Carmella going to the finals. I think she will defeat Dewdrop, and I think she'll be the first queen of the ring, like she was the first Money in the Bank. You know? I mean, I'll... oh man, man. I mean, look, the Liv Morgan thing sucks. She should get it, but they didn't do that, so. You know, it is what it is. John Kirby asking why we're on. Because we're going to live react to the main event. We're trying a new format. We're trying a new SmackDown format. We like to keep it, keep things live here. Keep things uh, dynamic and, you know, try to find something, things that work best. And we figure we'd try this out. If it doesn't work, we'll figure it out. But if we figure it'd be, it'd be beneficial to go live with the show here, reacting. Rollins calling out Edge right now. Hoping All right, here match. we go. Edge, uh... Edge has arrived in a truck. It was a, See, it was a nondescript truck. But he that's, has funny. that's funny because he referenced FTR last week and trucks are their thing. So, you know, and, and they, mean, they well, cut they're that all up. North Carolinians now, and uh, trucks are a North Carolinian thing, apparently. I guess. Uh, if, assuming we do get a match here, I don't know when they would do it. I mean, I can't say I'm doing it at Crown Jewel. I mean, I, I could, but I'm not quite sure like what exactly. The future, the future holds there. My stream is a little behind. I actually paused the feed to uh, capture the the brackets for the tournaments here. So pardon me if, if my feed is a little behind here. Yes, so. uh, John Kirby, we're always going to be a little behind because we watch when, when you're watching through like a Sling TV or something. Like that, it's usually That's what I am. Yeah, a little bit behind. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Rollins is cert currently getting the crap beat out of him by Edge. Pat McAfee just went running. Uh, yeah, Rollins is just getting an ass kicked. He took off his uh, blazer. Edge is currently trying to choke him out. I thought choking was against the rules, but not when Edge is around because Edge doesn't play by the rules. They, the our, rules do not apply to Edge. So The rules, they, they don't. It's our rest friend in the chat, Iridian Fierro. Hello, Iridian. How are you doing? Always appreciate Iridian's support here. So, uh, I mean, definitely a lot, to, a lot of stuff to talk about here as we watch uh, Edge just beat the living stuffing out of Rollins. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna hit the him with a Glasgow grin with the uh, the crossface with the uh, pipe. Oh wait, no, well Rollins, Rollins is fought out of it. Rollins is running away like a little bitch, and uh, yeah, there you go. Rollins is Rollins is escaping. 
Gotta, gotta, gotta leave him one more, Robert. So, like I said, uh, gotta imagine that we'll see this match uh, again for some at some point soon. I don't really see Crown Jewel as the destination. I would have, well, you know, that... uh, Adam, uh, Ed is grabbing a mic. Ed just challenged Rollins to Hell in a Cell, and I'm really excited. That's fucking okay. All right, that's that's really good. I like that. That's that's the kind of thing I want to see. Uh, you know, Edge hasn't had a Hell in a Cell match since 2008 with the Undertaker. Rollins, I think, only did the the two with uh, Ambrose and and the Fiend, of course. Oh yeah, I blocked that out of my mind. That's a, <laughs> a PTSD reaction. Mind is to block it out of my mind. But yes. Uh, that's really good. I want to see that. I hope it doesn't go to Saudi. He didn't say when. He just like challenged him he generally. Said, you, me, you, me, hell right. as hell. I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to like predict because we haven't seen Edge hasn't been wrestling mostly during the time they've been been doing the Saudi Arabia show. So it's not like you can, you can uh, really classify yes, him as like. I don't want to see these two great men go to Saudi Arabia. Okay, I want to see them wrestle. Somewhere where like they can get the the genuine reactions, you know, like I I that's what I want to see. But yeah, but, that's the that's the end of the show. I like it. I like seeing Rollins Edge Hell in a Cell. I dig that. But let's get back to this women's tournament because it was booked like garbage, Colin. Booked like garbage. It was trash. Straight trash. Um man, just because yeah, now we have we have a, a semifinal of Carmella versus Lena Vega, and again I don't mean to be negative. I'm sorry, just I I am oh, sometimes man. This company you haven't even started talking yet, and you're already apologizing. Look at how wholesome he is, everybody. Because uh, I I get called out for being negative, and like I try I try to be positive. Then you got something like this. You got Liv Morgan losing when time and time again the crowd makes it clear that they're behind her, they're rooting for, her, and. Then you get this, where she loses this first round match, and I at least thought that she would be a good, um, if, if not a favorite, just a good pick to win the tournament. And then she loses like this, and again, it's not even like it was like this nice competitive match that got time, but lost in like what three minutes. So just that, that's not a good look. Then you got Tony Storm being called the wild child of the '80s, citing Bruce Springsteen and Madonna in a promo. Like, what is going on here? What are we doing? I am a guy who listens to a lot of 80s music. Do I randomly listen to Take On Me while working? Absolutely. Do I listen to, you know, a little bit of Billy Jean? Sure. Do I listen to a, a whole lot of uh, hair metal? A lot of poison? Of course. Would I go around branding myself as the wild child of the 80s? No. I think, I think my friends would laugh at me if I did that because it's 2021 and that is ridiculous. That is a ridiculous notion. It's, it's so bad what they're doing with the women. It's it, bad. This is like, all right, look, I know everybody loves the Divas division and they were slighted and they're iconic and yada yada. But like, this is Divas era bad WWE booking of women. We've always said the Divas era wasn't bad, the booking was bad, and this booking is so bad. It's so, so bad. And I don't like it. And I don't think it's going to get better on Raw. The other two first matches on Raw are Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler, which we saw just past week, and Shayna just squashed Dana Brooke. So A, that doesn't make sense. B, 
you're just setting up another presumably you know same thing and and that's what raw does and that's that's what raw is going to do but uh we don't have to like it that that's not good booking like and and to me you know i think a lot of people were, were looking forward to a nice kind of sizable tournament where it's like you could have you know what 16 competitors per per tournament then you have you know several matches over the next couple of weeks that actually matter that makes the the, the raw and smackdown feel more important instead eight eight one eight uh map let's see eight participants right in, in each side two for uh two matches on smackdown two matches on raw and all of a sudden like that's especially with this the, what we saw at night 10 minutes of the out of the show for the woman's decision and i mean granted the men's matches were better i actually like that we could talk about that but um, I will say, at this point, for me, Robert, you were mentioning a dewdrop. drop. Maybe you, you've mentioned Carmella as well. Carmella do drop in the finals. That's what's happening. I am with our friend Iridian and Eddie Zahari here. Iridian saying, "Queen of Spades, Queen of the Ring, Queen of My Heart." It's all going to add up. And Eddie Zahari no, is saying no, it will be no, Shayna. Iridian, she's the Queen of Spades. She's not the Queen of Hearts. That's a that's, that's a natty. thing. That's natty. If natty gets <laughs> by uh, Shayna, that's what we can do. But look. I think that it'll be Carmella. Carmella just has a knack for these roles. I just feel like it's something the company would give her. I don't think Baszler needs this. I think she does. I think she does. Baszler is legitimate. Baszler is a badass. Baszler doesn't need a phony baloney title of the queen of the ring. Baszler is a badass. She has a more important title. She is the queen of Iridian's heart, Robert. Come on. I know. That is, you know... That is one of the most important titles I could ever imagine. So kudos to her for that. No, man, she she needs this. All right. She, her booking on Raw up until the last three weeks has been awful. Uh, and now we, we, she will be moving to SmackDown, thankfully getting away from Raw. So here on the SmackDown show, I can say I'm very glad about that. Um, but I think she needs this. And I mean, more. I think at this point, especially now that Liv Morgan's out, uh, more than anybody, I think she's who I want to see win it. Um, and I, I kind of like to exactly what you're saying. I don't think Carmella needs it for that reason. Though she has, uh, she's one money in the bank. She's done other things. Uh, and and you, if you give it to Shayna Baszler, at least that's kind of to me the whole point of this is to kind of establish somebody new, or in Shayna's case, kind of reestablish somebody. And I think this would be very, very good for her. And again, looking at the other options here, for me at least, Dewdrop, eh, Carmella, eh. Uh, it's not going to be Dana Brooke. I'm sorry. Um, I thought Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega is, is she, Zelina she Vega is my number three. I yeah. think it's it's Morgan. Uh, it's Carmella, uh, Baszler, or Zelina Vega would be number three. The my problem with this tournament right now is that a with Morgan lost, but b um, Zelina Vega cut a good promo b- before her match and before she beat uh, with Morgan there, and she said, you know. She had this good promo about, you know, being the queen. And, like, I, I think she's great. I think she's very, very talented. But she's been booked so badly. Like, worse than Shayna Baszler. Like, at least Shayna's got this little hot streak going. Hey, they could beat Liv Morgan. All right. But, like, on the whole, what? That was, her like, her one and only win since, yeah, since she got released, back. like, last so year. Has, like they, they booked her horribly. They, they booked like, everybody horribly. I don't know why they're doing it. Why would you establish a women's tournament and then – Shit the bed, pardon my French. They have, they have. They're they're shitting the bed, is what they're doing. 
it's bad. It's it's very disappointing uh, as a fan. Uh, I not to, I can't speak for any any of the uh, the competitors, but I'm sure they were hoping. Hey, they announced this tournament. Like, all right, yeah, cool. We're gonna we're gonna go out there and we're gonna have these good matches and it's gonna be a fun time. And like, and you get this, you know, less than ten minutes total across two matches. Um, and again, I don't I don't think it's any better. It was I would like less I'd, than five minutes across two matches. Yeah, I was, I was trying to be overly optimistic there, but um, <laughs> I mean. I- it's it's pretty bad, but I, I did tweet out that I do believe the AEW TBS champion will one day be asking who's your daddy-o. That is, of course, Liv Morgan's real name. I think Liv Morgan, as soon as she can, is out, and I would not blame her. I would nope. not blame her one bit because, my God, awful booking, awful. She deserves so much more. She really does. Uh, speaking of somebody that may very well be on the way out the door, especially based on what we've been seeing lately, Kevin Owens is very much getting the uh, out-the-door treatment at this point. He's been uh, just kind of like put through the ringer, just like we saw uh, John Moxley or Dean Ambrose back in the day, just like with Rusev, now Miro. I mean, this guy's getting beat down by Madcap Moss, of all people. Um, hey, I like Riddick Moss. All right, I think he's he's got a look. He's I don't think look. he needs to be beating up <laughs> Kevin Owens. And Why laughing not? while doing so. Like, it's just... Uh, mm, I don't know, man. And, like, again, we we can never really, you know, really speculate on, on what performers are thinking and what they're going to do, but it's hard to say, like, this doesn't feel like is what's happening. Just basically, I feel like the company kind of knows, like, hey, this guy might be leaving. And, that, right, Robert, it's, it's October right now. This man's contract is not up until... Reportedly January thirty first. So what are we doing? You got, three, like, you got three months. It doesn't matter because he could. He doesn't need to win King of the Ring. He could go win the Owen. He could go win the Owen. He could go win whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, do whatever he wants. I think it's pretty much a guarantee that he's gone, and he should be because again, another one they've crapped the bed, and it's. It's awful. It's bad. It's bad. And it's a shame. Um, even as you know, it was recent as last week, I was saying, okay, you know, we know about his contract situation, but maybe he could, you know, get drafted. He got drafted all. We know that much. And that so I, sucks. I like seeing him. I'm <laughs> sad that I won't be uh, talking to you about Kevin Owens Agreed. anymore. Agreed. But I thought going to Raw, you know, at least then, classic, you know, fresh coat of paint, give him even like a mini run out the door here, you know, even if it's, again, it's October now, so call it to like maybe just even just December to something. Uh, and now he's just getting beat up by Madcap Moss. And we know the draft effect, a uh, draft uh, changes won't take effect until October 22nd. So, you know, that's so I, nice of them to wait to be taken into effect. So you know, like, nice. <laughs> you say it's a nice, I say it's nonsensical. My gosh, what are we that's doing, the, Robert? That's the most sense they've made in three years with the draft. Okay, wait, let's give ourselves three weeks to make sense out of the mess we're creating, and then we'll be able to start fresh because they have created a mess. And what can you do? But they, this episode of SmackDown was the season premiere. Next, I think Raw is the same, will be the season premiere. So we're having season premieres. I think uh, they messed up the on commentary. They said that Morgan and Kamala were moving to Raw. I think. No, actually, I think they are, right? I think they, they both got drafted. To, like, that was different matches. But point being, they both got getting drafted to the Raw, but they're here in supposedly featured matches on SmackDown, 
on this on the season premiere, which you would want to like kind of showcase, you know, people that are going to be on the show when two weeks from now they're not going to be on the show. Like that part doesn't make sense to me. And then John and I talked about it on the Raw show. You've got a card full of matches where uh, right now the SmackDown Women's Title match, two of those competitors going over to Raw. Uh, Becky Lynch holds the the SmackDown Women's Title. She's going to Raw. So a lot of stuff not making a whole lot of sense here. Um, something else that make a whole lot of sense. Casually announcing that Sonya Deville will be returning to the win- returning to the ring next week. John Kirby asked what we think about that match and also why Naomi's not getting what she deserves. I mean, at the very least, she's getting the storyline, so that's good. Uh, yeah, but- I, I saw a lot of people. Why is Naomi in Queen of the Ring? Because the gimmick is she can't get booked. You don't put her in the Queen of the Ring. You let her get you know, screwed out of a match with Sonya, and then she gets mad and she joins the bloodline. The end game needs to be Naomi joins the bloodline, and then you have Naomi get the belt by Survivor Series, so that way it's Naomi Bianca at Survivor Series with the Usos Profits. And, you know, you kind of finish that off without ever having finished it off on SmackDown. I like it. I like it. You know, I, I, I could see that. Um, I don't know. It feels like sometimes, in a way, like they're going a little too far with this. You got Sonya Deville out there saying that not only does Naomi not deserve a spot in the bracket, she doesn't deserve a spot in the SmackDown Women's roster. This is a former SmackDown Women's champion. Like, I know that's the gimmick, and I, I get it, but man, they're just like kind of running her through the dirt in the process of trying to establish a story. It's like, it's, it's, it's a gray area. Second longest tenured female on the roster. Yep. Right behind Natty. Um, yeah, it's crazy that she's been on our television screens for 11 years. She should have done more. What she has done has been great. But I think there's more in store for Naomi very soon. I hope so. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Sonya Deville, on the other hand, will, will be returning to the ring next week. That will be her first match since SummerSlam 2020 uh, when she lost to Mandy Rose. So, I mean, I think that's a good addition you know without even thinking about the draft or thinking about you know nxc call-ups she's just having someone kind of come back to the ring like that i think that'll be good i i thought her run there with mandy rose and that feud was very very good uh and i think she could add a lot even if it's a, is this like part-time thing where she's still uh an official i think just having her back in a in a role where she at least can wrestle will be beneficial for for other storylines for how whatever does happen with this naomi thing i think it, it's a you know, it's all around a good thing I think so. I think uh, Sonya's great. She's been great for a long time. I hope that she gets to kind of shine again in the division. But I'm just, I don't know. I think it's very weird that they're regressing with the women, and I'm not liking what I'm seeing across the board. Agreed. I mean, you were saying that months ago, and I tried saying like oh you know that's not that's not that bad yeah got... i was calling it the divas division months ago let's talk <laughs> you about that I, I, you know because i could see it coming from my way not because i want to be like negative it's just look at where they're going you know yeah. uh, it's it's a shame really but there's always tomorrow for the women's division speaking of the women's division we signed some contracts for saudi arabia for Crown Jewel, I'm surprised uh, the Prince didn't need to be in attendance for this. I guess, uh, you know, travel's a little difficult right now. But yes, we did send the contract for uh, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch. Colin, what did you think of the segment? Well, 
they didn't sign it at first. You know, it was as as, as usual a uh, you know a shenan- shenanigans full. Yes, a, a shenanigans full wrestling contract signing. Uh, Bianca Belair. This is the Bianca Belair that we've been saying we want for weeks, at least a little bit. She looked fired up. She looked mad. She slammed uh, Becky through uh, Sasha Banks through a table. That was because she lifted them both at the same time. It was a pretty cool spot. Um, Becky Becky uh, Becky Lynch has a new like on screen. Uh, animation thing as, as we've been they've been doing over these characters and yeah, it's horrifying to look at it, i believe creepy. you called it nightmare fuel yeah i yeah, did yeah it's uh it's interesting it's not as bad as the roman reigns one which they've slightly yeah, improved on uh week over week it's pretty bad but yeah it's 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 obnoxious i didn't want this side of becky we wanted the man like this is like this is what Rollins is doing, and I'm not saying that because they're dating. It's what Rollins is doing. They're similar, but, very similar, yeah. But in a female body, and it's like, I don't need that from Becky. Hell, I didn't even need it from Rollins. Nope. But like, nope. you know, it is what it is. Becky, we won't be talking about her very much longer. She's a Raw superstar. We won't be talking about Bianca much longer, Colin. She's also a raw superstar. This this show got shafted in the draft. They they're trying to build up like, oh, they got all these talented people. Like they got shafted, and I will the not hear otherwise. Big okay. old shaft. The big <laughs> old shaft. I will say this: kudos to the SmackDown uh, GM for being smart enough to go, hey, I want Roman and I want Charlotte, and I'll sleep for the rest of the damn thing because I got the two hottest stars in the company. I guess yeah, that's how. That. Uh, you know, kudos to Fox. Fox knows uh, how to make a good business decision. Yeah, you know, at least the, they they got the the top level. You know, is protected. And you bring in Charlotte Flair, or should say, you bring Charlotte Flair back to SmackDown. It's a good pick. But yeah, you're losing Becky Lynch. You're losing Mac Belair. Uh, it is hard pointing out they they did announce Becky Lynch will face Sasha Banks next week. That's a big match uh, for a show that will be on FS1. You know, so they're trying to kind of maybe uh, you know, stave away some of some they, of the they, supersized it. Colin, they have supersized SmackDown. Brock Lesnar will be there. Uh, Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, the King of the Rings semifinal will be there. Uh, was it Zelina and Carmella in the King of the yep. Rings semifinal? Yep. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I do believe the winner of that one wins the whole kit and caboodle. Um, and then you've got the King of the Ring, which I'm sure will continue on Raw as yeah. Kofi Kingston will face Jinder Mahal. Mm-hmm. And one and Xavier Woods, he gets it, he gets in there, and he's facing Ricochet. Now, I am of the full belief that Xavier wins against Ricochet. I think 100%. Kofi tries to lay down for him, and he says, I don't want it that way. And they have a great match in the semifinals, and he gets by Kofi. And then I think Finn Balor kills everyone's dreams as he becomes. The Demon King of the Ring, Finn Balor. All right. I like it. I like it. I uh, would honestly, rather... I, I would rather have Cesaro had killed right. everyone's dreams, but uh, they, they decided to kill my dream by having Finn Balor beat Cesaro. What can you do? I agree. Uh, Michael Covenant saying that he's thinking Zayn wins the whole thing. He likes heel kings. Um... Zayn was dancing around with that... With that uh that cape and that crown i thought you know they like that i wouldn't be surprised woods deserves it like if you're ever just gonna put it on somebody for the sheer like goodwill woods that's what i've been saying it. give it to woods 
and you know give 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 him what he wants give the people what they want i'm thinking he hopes that finn Balor wins i will say that tonight uh, we saw the brackets finally and they had finn Balor versus Zaro. and for me that's a match that on paper i would really really like uh and i did it was a good match like both guys are great but you know they really kind of neutered finn Balor or the demon at extreme rules so that really took austin out of this one and also cesaro has been kind of really on this cold streak ever since his kind of Brief run in the sun ended uh, in his feud with Rollins a couple months ago. So that was uh, a little bittersweet there where it was a good match, two of my favorite guys. But, you know, just again, kind of like what we're saying with some of the women's matches here tonight, definitely not a great look in that sense. Um, but kind of Finn did win. So Herman uh, saying he wants him to win. Uh, it is hard saying he wants uh, or he's predicting Finn Bauer to be in the finals. Same thing. Can't go to Saudi Arabia. That's a good point. You know, the, the, yeah, the, the, there it is. I guess uh, Sami Zayn will be winning next week. Will he? What is interesting is like, if, if you kind of know that, like, <laughs> why would you have him win the match? Like, yeah, I would I would have had Finn Balor go. Oh I would have had Bray go over. Oh, this show, man, this show. Uh, we had, uh, we did see Sami Zayn defeat Rey Mysterio, another good match. Uh, with Ray and Dominic having some daddy-son issues here with Dominic coming to the ring and uh, inadvertently costing Ray the match. So kind of continuing to build that up. Sammy playing the seeds before the match, directly telling Dominic, hey, I think you're, you're better than your father. So, you know, I'm not quite sure what the end goal or the end game there is, but it's interesting, kind of liking where it's going to see, uh, you know, just this this familial conflict kind of kind of continue to escalate here. Yeah, I I want to see the end game for this one soon because I don't want to see the hey dad I can do it myself. Stop it, dad. You know, I I want to just get to the ending. Yeah. And whatever happens will be good. But I think Dominic needs a mask. Not that he's not a very very uh, handsome young man. <laughs> you listen to Michael Cole on commentary week. He's like nine years old still. But uh, hey, uh, look. <laughs> Dominic is great. He just needs to find himself a little bit more. Well, maybe he'll find himself on Monday Night Raw because that's where he and Ray are going in the draft. So yet again, more guys that we're not going to be talking about much longer here. You on know, this show. God, Colin, Colin, what what have they done to? It? Hey, at least we got Shanky. We, we had Mace. Uh, just to throw it in there, we had Mace kind of promo tonight. Mace, also formerly known as Dio Madden, and it was like, and he showed up, had the face paint, had the name. I'm like, all right. Doesn't bode well for T Bar. He's gonna be like, the oh, he he gonna be the only one. It's gonna be oh. Dijak, Miriam, Shane Thorne, uh, Kangaroo, Kangaroo Jack, Shane Thorne, and uh, Mace. Unbelievable. Look, I I have a theory. Mace is a is a fan of the LARPing, of the live action role play. I think King Woods and Mace as one of his knights is a hell of an idea. Will they have the balls to pull it off? I don't know. Yeah. Somebody clip that for me. I, I, I want to tweet that. <laughs> but, uh, I I don't see a, a, a sustainable long term future for the Mace character or the, like or T Bar. Really, as we saw any of the, the retribution characters here. But Mace, as you said, uh, at least uh, it's fair to predict they will be the last one standing because I think the. I think they should at least, you know, change T Bar's name or uh, yeah, T Bar's name back and give him a chance. But Mace, still wrong with that. But 
someone who does have a sustainable long-term future here, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief. They made us wait 50 minutes for this man. For, for They made us wait 50 minutes to acknowledge our tribal chief. And he finally came out. His entrance was longer than both women's matches, and that is not, not good. Uh, but Roman's promo was good, and Paul Heyman's promo was even better because Roman basically said, wise man, be wise, admit what you did. You were responsible for Brock Lesnar's free agency. Heyman, he didn't say no. Heyman never said no, but he did kind of pull the strings and say, why would I try to screw you over and, you know, side with Brock? Like, that wouldn't be the, the logical thing to do. You know, they need to do my idea before people forget that John Cena was at SummerSlam and just do, hey, I, I called Brock as a backup plan in case you couldn't beat John. I think that that's a great... They, maybe they could pull some footage, right? Or play, play a voice recording or something. Yeah. That'd be so good. I like it. I, it makes sense. I like things that make sense. Um, but a good promo. He, him and literally got on his knees, gave the title to, to, uh, to Reigns. He seemed satisfied, but the commentary team said, are you convinced? Do you think Reigns is convinced? Still kind of studying that mystery. Still not quite sure exactly uh, what's going to happen here, but we do know they will face off a crown jewel, not next Thursday, but one after that. So we do know, as you said about a minute ago, Robert, uh, Lesnar will be on SmackDown here uh, next week. So we'll interesting to see what's going to happen there. Uh, DJ asking, what's up with the ba- uh, the babyface pops for Roman? The, cra- the people love to acknowledge because Because Roman is a fun character now. Yeah, they want to. It is good are, now. Heels are fun. I agree. Look, I agree that cool heels are an oxymoron and all that, but like, he's fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, and and again, I think a lot of, I, for me at least, you know, if I went to a show, I'd, I'd cheer him. Like, he's my, he's become one of my favorite characters across all of WWE and wrestling itself. He's, he's good. He's great in the role. He's doing great. He's really hit his stride. And he's pointing out when fans won heels for so long. I mean, that's exactly it. People kind of probably knew that he could do something like this. That this is kind of you know what he you know was kind of not like what he was meant to do. I'm sure he, he could be a great baby face again. But having this, where they're not forcing him down your throat as this John Cena like baby face, but having him kind of as this you know top heel yeah, and you know, as we've been talking about for months, doing all these great things. People are liking it. People want to show they, that they like that. And they like, and he, as you said, Robert, as well, it's just a fun character. And, and he's, he's rolling with it, and it's a good time. So, you know, and, and at this point, it's 2021. People are going to cheer heels or in, and boo baby faces. Like, things are crazy in, in wrestling. So uh, that's real not quick, I think Roman would have been the top merchandise guy, even with Bray Wyatt. But, yeah, Bray Wyatt being gone leaves that wide open for Roman Reigns to just have all that because they don't got the new day. Because what is the new day? Because we put Big E on the wrong show. Because we we just don't know how to properly let people have friends. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you're not allowed to have friends. (laughs) You know, like, how dare you? How dare you have a thriving social life outside of this industry? It's it's wrong. It's, It's, you know, oh, man. The draft, the some things we saw tonight, uh, not 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 great, not great. Unfortunately, I, I you know so I saw one one of my uh, colleagues here, Matt Black, of Wrestles on tweeted that um, you know a couple weeks ago, months ago, SmackDown was the number one show, pretty undisputed, uh, undisputedly, and now you know again some of these draft decisions that haven't taken effect yet, but kind of with that in mind, you know that the New Day will be split up again. 
Uh, and then again, with these, the, the five minutes for the women's matches, some of these other things beyond questionable, I would say they're, they're baffling. It's just like, oh my gosh, but on the, on the flip side, I will say with the new day split up. One thing that's interesting is the, the likelihood that we will see Kofi and Xavier in the second round. So to me, that could very well be kind of a highlight of the tournament, kind of seeing how that unfolds. Robert, you mentioned a couple minutes ago, maybe Kobe lies down for him or, or who even knows, you know, what, what, what may happen there. But, uh, I think that will be, it'll be very interesting. I think probably one of the again highlights of the tournament, where uh, uh, you know Co- Xavier has made a money clear that he wants and needs to win it. Kofi probably would want to help him, but at the same time, Kofi's a valid competitor. I'm sure he wants to win, win it in his own right. So it'll be interesting, and I'm looking forward to that. So overall, here, shall I say oh. a good? Can I say a good show? I don't. I, know. Will, I, will, I will not say. I <laughs> will not say a good show. I am an honest man. I, I I think that the Queen of the Ring Queen's Crown Tournament booking sucks. I think that that's garbage. You had an opportunity to do something great with the women, and you have ruined that from the get-go. So congratulations. That sucked. Roman Reigns is great, but at this point, even his act needs a little bit of a boost or some freshening up because the I'm going to Undertaker walk to the ring and cut a promo about how you should acknowledge me is running thin. It's It's got a shelf life. I am excited for Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in the ring. I wish it was taking place at Survivor Series and not Crown Jewel, but yeah. it, it is what it is. Tony Storm is being wasted. Um, King of the Ring stuff was good. I would have preferred Cesaro, but I get it. As long as Woods is the guy in the finals on the other side, nobody cares. Just make sure Woods is the guy in the finals on the other side. I'll give this episode a six. That's my final verdict. Colin, what say you? I'll go for like a 6.3. You know, it was not, it was definitely below average. Um, The man, the man, ladies and gentlemen, is so wholesome that this show gets. 0.3 0.3 points of wholesomeness from Colin Tessier. I, I, I you know, I, I'm good with it. Colin, you're, you're a saint. Um, yeah, hopefully next week is better. I hope so. They're, they're setting up to be good. You know, again, we got Brock Lesnar in the building, uh, Sonya Deville returning to the ring. Um, some interesting matchups, uh, for the, in the semifinals of the Queens crown and King of the ring tournament. Um, so I, I think next week will be better. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got Steven Chambers with a six, DJ with a four. DJ always one of our highest raiders here, so that's just let you know. Definitely a below average show here for SmackDown. Oh, uh, speaking of, just so you know, Hit Row is coming to SmackDown. I dig that. I love them. I can't wait to see them have some good times. We'll have to agree to disagree on that one. But. I, I understand that it's a little different for you. I get it. They're not doing the the, the pop punk night. I understand. It's a different kind of open mic night. <laughs> but I like Hit Row. They're all charismatic at the very least. Hopefully they can have some fun on Friday nights. I bet they will. They had a, they had a, a little uh, promo segment, like a, a hype video tonight. So kind of making you think that there might be, you know, they might stay in the spotlight once we move to SmackDown, so I'm curious to see how SmackDown hand- handles them. Uh, a bit Milligan giving a show a nine for tonight, so hey, if you enjoy it, more power to you. Yeah, my uh, God. Good for you, Bit <laughs> Milligan. I, I'm glad you got to see something you enjoyed. 
I mean, I like the King of the Ring matches, but again, just some of the things kind of underneath where it's like knowing Finn Balor just got destroyed at Extreme Rules, laughably so, Cesaro, and all these other things. Um, like the matches is always are good, and it's when you look a little deeper, or, or, or and then and then well, the women's matches, not so much. But again, hopefully next week will be better because um, this week definitely not up to the up to the snuff for SmackDown. Uh, but we'll be here next week to talk about it. Otherwise, John Clark and I'll be here on Monday to talk about Raw. And you mentioned NXT a minute ago. We'll talk, be talking about NXT and the last couple of weeks here on the on the former Black and Gold brand for Hit Row. And otherwise, we've got a great stream of interviews constantly coming at you guys. My interview with Matt Cardona went up today. I'm very happy about that. So make sure to check that out. Uh, I interviewed Moses and Khan and Soldiers of Savagery and Ring of Honor. That will be up this weekend. Um, otherwise, just all many, many, many interviews, interviews post-shows, and more uh, constantly coming to you guys on all of our platforms. SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Apple, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. We've got you covered. So, Robert, Robert, even, even today with a, a SmackDown... That's not that was not great. Uh, we try, we try to do one thing. Where, where? We do, and before we do that one thing, we talk about how proud we are that Colin got to interview Matt Cardona. Great interview, great time. I'm very happy for you to have that moment with the King of the Death match with the longest reigning internet champion in history. And I, I think the sky's the limit for Matt Cardona and for you, Colin. Oh, and on yes. top of that. We enjoy wrestling. You're damn right, Robert. And with that, we thank you for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Slash day, wherever you're listening. <laughs>